Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead, and welcome to episode 46 of Beer Another the Podcast, Adjunct Series, Quarantine Edition. This evening, we're kind of taking it back to this time-ish last year. Yeah, goodness. Right? Well, not this time-ish, but yeah. It was like March. Episode 46 means that it is a 46-level indicator that we have been in quarantine for a hot minute. Because we didn't even start off right away. We didn't. So, like, that's pretty no, nuts, we and we're coming up on a canceled, year. Uh, this was supposed to be a cute little quarantine edition for a few uh, This was supposed to be... Should I tell, sorry, Tiffany Alexis is in the building. Oh, hey, Of course, y'all. by the way, just people know. I'm back. Our How's podcast producer, in case no you see. don't know. You know what I mean? Long time no hear. Yeah. Talk. Yeah, here. So, the point of this series was it was supposed to be a filler if we just sort of had... Because we moved to the new season. If people remember, season seven was the uh, Against the Grain, where we did breweries in Quebec that had done something that was against typically what Quebec were making. So we had four podcasts done. We had two booked for the first two weeks of what ended up being quarantine. So those those got canceled. Mm-hmm. Then we're like, I think we took a couple of weeks off and we're like, what do we do now? Yeah. And then we decided to do this, but it doesn't mean 46 weeks like it normally would because I've done multiple podcasts oh, per week. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> so it's like, but it is basically that though. It's still pretty it basically crazy. Is. Yeah, Even right. including, I think it might take in a couple of weeks, months here and now. I don't know. It's kind of crazy. So shouts to Philip. Yeah. So you're saying. Uh, I thought it'd be what 12 up, what or something like that originally or something. Maybe 12. Oh, we would do. Yeah. Who we yeah, would do, right? 12 to 16 type thing. But here yeah, we are. It's kind of wild. Yeah. And Phil, yes, March 4th. We in it. We're doing it. I'm ready. So. We've got a bunch of um, topics for the team. I'm burping on my dinner. Jeez. But I guess you're thirsty, right? I. Uh, how did you know? How did I you know? I know you so well. I'll wait till you do that because you do have to take the uh, picture. Oh, here we go. So normally Tiffany's sitting to my uh, to my right and she would just take the photos. Oh, I don't get it, my it. name on the thing there? Look, I don't get one of these well, things here? Well, I no, didn't. Oh. Well, I could. I, that's not oh, wait, as it's you can see. Oh, okay, okay, okay. See the yeah, tea yeah, there? Yeah. It means it's not. That's up. for with the guests. Mm, that's for the guests. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, being tomorrow, not tomorrow, Sunday is Valentine's Day, and our Valentine's Day collab with Echo Session Ales and Broadway is back. Love Dust is the second year we've done it. Our so uh, Session New England IPA with red glitter dust. So uh, people really love this beer. I, I think it's yeah. fantastic. I, I love this beer. I, I love Echo. Like love Broadway. It's yeah, shouts to the whole team. Very happy with that. Great human beings. Um, relax. The, I think the glitter dust kind of makes it go a little, a little wild. All right. Can Guys, I'm just getting a pour shot. I'm going to get the pour shot. I'm holding it up. All right. So you say when and we'll and uh, get her going. Okay. Boom. I can do this twice anyway. Oh, yeah. You see that. So this year, the difference between, um, you know, the first edition and, and this year's one wasn't as much as we kind of wanted. Um, we wanted to change a few more things, but there wasn't time because of the um, – Unfortunate problems that come with. Do you want to take any more? Oh, no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm happy. Uh, the unfortunate problems that come with packaging and preparing cans and labels and stuff. So, I suggested because my one thing I didn't love about last year's one was the kavik kavik yeast, mm-hmm. and um, like it's not like like terrible or anything, but I don't know it's got that banana stuff, and I just don't really like it. So, um, I suggested to take that out. I wanted to like switch up the hops and. Whatever, whatever, but we didn't end up doing it because we didn't have time for test batches. So we kept the same hops, which is great because it's Sabro, Galaxy, Vic Secret, and Calypso. We kept the can upside down, the can art, to get, you know, make sure that the um, 
glitter is nicely mixed. Yeah. Um, I'm just filling these up. It's a little active. Active. You know? And you said the glitter is, can make it active, right? I that think it's sense. the glitter for sure. Like, it yeah, has to be. That makes sense. <clears throat> Someone else was telling me, when was this? I think it was on the Amarillo last week's podcast. They were saying that, like, when beer has that crazy foam, it's the specific type of malt. Interesting. Yeah. Really? And it's okay. intentional because I kind of thought it was maybe some sort of a mistake. What changes, like, the way that the head looks? Like, I don't know if you know this, if this is too technical. Like, this, I would say, is like a soapy head, right? This is, uh, soapy's a great way to describe it, but it's also got a little bit of that meringue-ish kind of yeah. vibe in the top there. Yeah, but you know, so, again, sometimes you get that thick. Is that is that due to malt or is that something else? Like, do you know what affects that? Um, I caught, well, if you asked me this before last week, I wouldn't have said malt because Homeboy said it was the Victor, the brewer at uh, Amaral. He was saying that they use, I think it's like a two-row, which is a two-row malt, the most common. But then in the British beers, they use six-row malt. And it's to do with how many rows of the stuff are on a thing of barley. Okay. That's what the row is. And I didn't know that. And um, apparently the different ones, um, you know, whether it's two, six, I, I gather there might be four or eight or something like that. But they can actually uh, change the way that the head is. So, because it was the, one of them, I think it was the West Coast IPA. It was just wild. Yeah, I remember it was like, I remember that. And I was like, oh, I kind yeah. of like, he's like, no, nah, this is how it's supposed to be. Look at that head. And he was excited over it. And I was like, okay, oh, good. Oh, you're I like, oh, like, it's supposed to be like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I wasn't yeah, sure yeah. if I messed up the pour or whatever it was. But anyway. Cheers. Cheers. Get in yet, guys. Get, get in, in yet. If you can see the. I uh, hope you've all got your love dust for Valentine's Day, whether you're flying solo mm-hmm. or, oh, by the time you can listen you tap to this. this please? Yeah, by the time you listen to this, it wouldn't be. Oh, it'll be afterwards. But if you're watching. Yeah, can you kind of see? You can kind of see. It doesn't really come through totally. And also, it's not really swirling anymore. You can sort of see it. So, nose has definitely got that uh, tropical Sabro thing going on. Oh, sorry. I know it well, so I already just sipped it and started loading. But okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm getting a little bit of that, um, what's it called? What did uh, Chris call it? Like, the, it tastes like rocks, like, because of the glitter. There's, like, a, a minerality. That's what I'm mm. looking for in it. Which that's fair. Is there. Um, mm. Yeah, that's fair. Minerality. It's smooth. Like, really smooth. I'm super happy with it. I just love that it trips everybody out because they think it's going to taste like oh, red, yes. red tastes. That was the other... <laughs> yes, exactly right. And that it was, never does? No, it doesn't. Yeah, and that yeah. was the other thing, right? The um the thing about... I'll leave it for it. The last year, one of the biggest pieces of feedback uh, JF told us mm-hmm. was that it, people were sort of like tripped out, like you said, because they thought, well, it's red. It should... Yeah, like, like why isn't it strawberry or, or raspberry yeah. or something like that? Yeah, yeah. But in the end, it's just like, no, the glitter is the, yeah. It's supposed to trip you out. And mm-hmm. we suggest, I was like, well, I'd be cool to do a version with fruit or whatever. But once again, there was no time for test batches to change it. And mm-hmm. it was kind of like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And like, and it's great. It's not broken at all. It'd be like, yeah, no. if you guys want to do other variations at another time. Look so good. It is, Philippe. Do you have yours? Uh, oh, Phil, Philip's in um, Quebec City, so I don't know if you so can get out no. there, do they? Let us know. Anyway, talk to Echo, see if you can't get it, and see what they can do as far as getting out there. <clears throat> but yeah, overall, I'm super happy with it. It's perfect for Valentine's Day. Obviously, that's why we uh, why we did it. Um, the fun fact is we tried, we wanted it originally for Christmas. It was going to be green, and mm. we couldn't get... This come. This is more fun because the green is like Saint Valentine, not Saint Valentine. Saint, what's the what's the green. March well, one? Oh, um, Saint Patrick's Day. Saint Patrick's Day. Yeah, yeah. I knew that. Yeah. You're not gonna that be drinking that. That just kind of feels water. like a pub. Yeah, that's, that's true, actually. Because we were like, well, I mean, like Christmas is random. What else could you do at Christmas? Like silver, maybe. Like just because that means. Could you do that? Oh, yeah, gold. Gold. Yeah, you can do gold. gold. I've got purple one up there, but the interesting thing is that this beer. Whilst you're looking at it, is red or whatever, but the yeah. actual beer is yellow. It's like a normal, yeah. Yeah. you know, New England IPA, Session New England IPA, but 
if you put the purple in it, the purple with that yellow makes like a, a gray. It's a weird color that, that comes out. So we, like JF did a whole bunch of, uh, JF is the owner of Echo Session Ales and he's a brewer as well. So he does a bunch of test batches on everything. He creates it all before, you know, so, cr- writes yeah. the recipes and makes it up and then takes it to the contract breweries and then they scale it. I think this was made in, um, no, this was done with uh, Broadway. Of course it was done with yeah, Broadway. Yeah. Some of their stuff's at Broadway and they moved a part of their production to Alchemist, I believe, in Joliet. Okay. JF don't play though, but uh, no, I love it. I think that is trippy, the fact that it's like a session New England IPA and there's like bitterness that I really like. Yeah, I don't know but if it I was like... I like bitter beers, so that's like, I like that. Uh, Do you think it was always like this or is this like... Remember. Same, I was thinking that too. That's we what I was wondering too. Recently, when did we... We had... I had it during the while. Uh, I don't think it tastes differently than it did <clears> when we first the had first it time? two or three weeks ago. Oh, no, no I don't think it's but like dropped so or anything. I'm wondering for the next time, from last time, I'm wondering if uh, from the last time around it might be more bitter or maybe that could be the cave yeast or something that changes that. Could but be. But I do like I do like the bitterness of it. Yeah. Maybe that comes from losing the banana and all that stuff, though. I thought I was just tripping so out. So you guys don't like it, but I love banana. So right. that's what I think yeah, capitalizes and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not mad at them. Okay. What's that banana beer from back in the day? That Wells had the brown banana bottle? beer. Banana yeah. bread beer. Yeah. yeah we I used to buy that, that all the time. Yeah, we used to come by like six beer, of them But I'm like, yeah, I'm a banana person. Like have it with, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, in the mornings and all that stuff. Yeah, that makes complete sense. Uh, Philippe saying, I'm sober for now. I don't know if Echo distributes all their beers in Quebec City. That's a good question. I don't know either, actually. Mm-hmm. I'll actually find out with him. But I guess you're doing the dry feb. That's bold yeah, to watch a beer podcast when you're doing dry. <laughs> it's very tempting. Hey, man, I respect it. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of uh, Matt from Vox and Hobbs, shouts to Matty, he's doing uh, the dry feb as well. I saw him posting beers on Instagram today. Probably old. Oh, older. Okay. Yeah. Sneaky. I think he, smart. he's like smart. Batch you content. Do, yeah, Batch he knows the drill. He knows yeah. the drill. Matty's yeah. not messing around. Mm-hmm. Um... Philippe is saying, if I get my hands on one in March, I'll drink it on the podcast. You know what, bro? Let me know. Uh, worst case, I'll send some out to you. There you no go. Problems. There you go. We'll make sure you so get So I know it. he distributes to Quebec because when we're doing social stuff, Quebec is in part Quebec of Quebec City? Yeah, Quebec City. Oh, okay. So there, but I don't know if that's all beers all the time. It could vary uh, or something like that. Maybe because so. this is a small, no, this is a smaller batch, but he did, it was weird. They did like four different runs. Yeah, you mentioned that. Each week. And mm-hmm. I, I can't remember why. There was like a reason for, maybe it was just the capacity or it's good to spread it out yeah. so you got different runs I got this is from the second run I got the first and second batches I imagine the other ones have been done too but this is what we have from here in terms of because this is your few collab beers that you've done like I'm curious because I don't know if we've ever talked about it before like what are your mm. most um, like the beers you're most proud of collab wise that's a good question and I don't know yeah maybe one can speak <clears> to the product itself and then another could speak to maybe the experience okay product that's- first Product first, the best collab would be either like I re- collab or beer you made, either one. Oh no! Well, the beers we made was so <laughs> it's like it was two thousand eleven. Does it count? No, they don't count. Like, it was so long. Are you like, kidding me? I loved Cali Buzz. It was good at the time. <laughs> we did homebrew Scott Knife. You guys remember a few old school uh, BOS heads? You might know Scott Biacol, who was my co-host for the first few years of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Still a very close friend of ours. I talk to him pretty much every day. He's just, you know, got busy with life. Um, Scott's got babies in a way. He's got, yeah, exactly. You know yeah, the drill. Yeah. Um, so he, him and I were doing um, the, we used to do like a Christmas brew every year. Yeah. But they were like, whatever. They were never great. Yeah. So I was thinking about collabs. One of my, the very first collab we did was cool. That was uh, the one with Lalo for my brother Notion, who's our engineer and photographer here in BOS as well. That was fun because the Juicy Beer is only yeah. just started. Then. At the time, it was 2017. It was actually, yeah, April 2017. It's coming up on four years. Uh, Brandon, who is the head brewer at Aveling, 
in Toronto. He was uh, helping out Lalo at the time. So he came up with a recipe with uh, for a, uh, a beer for that. So that was super cool because you get to name his album was called Heart on My Sleeve and then the beer was called Hops on My Sleeve. Mm-hmm. So I like that. That was just in kegs. Yeah. My other one, my favorite beer, you're talking about the product though, um, Helm. We did a collab twice with Helm called Morning Glory and it was a coffee porter, coffee vanilla porter. So yeah. Sebastian shouts to him. He's a champion. I haven't seen him for ages. Cool, um, obviously. Yeah. He, him and I came up with the idea. We went and we, the first time around, we bought coffee from St. Henri. We went and we went to the store called Am- Amarol or something like that. And we bet Anna, Anatole and you buy the vanilla beans. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was okay. mad expensive. Yeah. So we bought all that. Um, and we, and we made that beer and it was really, really good. But then the second time we did it, which was must be 2019, we did an actual collab with Structure Coffee because mm. they were my favorite um, roaster here in Montreal and they mm-hmm. still are. And uh, shouts to Jerome. And he actually made a special roast of his Christmas confette de punch or punch de fete or something, their Christmas roast. Mm-hmm. So they made a special roast just for the beer just very for cool. them. Yeah. And then that beer, and I don't know, Sebastian just killed it. It was phenomenal. I really wish that he would. Um, uh, so that was really good for the product yeah um as far as like obviously the glitter beer is the most unique thing we've ever done it's it's phenomenal people lose their shit over and i it. love that jf was just you were like let's <clears> do a glitter <throat> beer he's like okay mm. <laughs> jf is the funnest dude i know and he's always down for ridiculous yeah. ass shit um i know you asked me just for one but i couldn't really choose and obviously the one that we really like went hard and did iterations of was the uh beat of our cards with um yeah with that was because yeah. we started, it was called uh, Dreamsicle. Obviously, it wasn't the most unique name in the world. But, um, but it was fun. I thought it was super fun. And mm-hmm. we did that. And then it was like yesterday or the day before, two years ago, where we did the Dream sequel, which was the, the second one. I was tagged on on Instagram? Yeah. Okay, I thought Must it was yeah. Um, so we did a, what was it? It was like uh, the first, but basically, if people don't know, the Lespas collab was a marmalade sour. So basically, like a marmalade made with orange and lime and vanilla marmalade sour and uh, lactose so it's kind of like a milkshake sour was the point and then we did that at the pub then we did the second version which was blackberry black currant i believe and then we did a another version of the og at the pub but simon ramped it up a little bit to like six percent as opposed to like the four <clears throat> and then we had to make the call he goes we want to can one which one do you want to do Everybody voted for the orange one. So we went for the orange one, which was the good option. So we've been doing that the last, I guess that was 2018, 19, and 2020, two or three yeah. summers. Fuck, yeah. it's been a few. So that's been really cool as well. You've been very that's cheeky. A, I said one that you're favorite. I know, like, I know. So you loved all of them. So yeah, that no. was the, no, there's still <laughs> others yeah, that are probably in there that I'm forgetting about. Yeah. Um, and then you said the pa- uh, packaging or something. So favorite product. In so terms of just the product itself. itself, the beer itself. Yeah. And then like, say like brewing experience or collab experience. Cause I think that's interesting. Okay. Too. The first one where we were really like deep with everything was the get it in you with Sawdust City. Mm-hmm. Where we re- and they treated us like royalty. They, uh, you know, fed us and were pumping us with beers all day. They, you know, they put our faces on the cans, which was a huge deal. That was our first ever huge that was um, so, yeah. <laughs> canned product. I remember that when um, Emily mm. was like, all right, so. Um, to do the. Yeah, just like that came up to the camera and we were like, oh, I thought it was going to be like a drug or something. Yeah, she was like, like, no, no, straight up your faces. Just on the can. That was, was very cool. Day, was yeah, like, that was cool. <clears throat> yeah. It was fun. Yeah, no, that was really, really fun. Just because they treated us so well. And the session, yeah, the session was so good. <clears throat> yeah, the and they got so to, you know, that was, it was like an experience for them because they, um, they did 
there was the most hops at the time that they had ever put in a beer. So it was like a learning experience for them as much as it was. Um, oh yeah, that's a good one, Nate. Nice pick. Um, <laughs> it was a learning experience for them because they, they kind of went a little balls to the wall, to be honest. They went a little hard with it, but they didn't really know how to use that much uh, a volume of hops. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, they put us up in a hotel afterwards that they owned oh, as yeah, a part of it. And cool. we did a podcast with them at the uh, Sam, who's the owner of Sawdust and they like I guess the head brewer, but I don't think he actually does any brewing anymore. Mm-hmm. His brother owns a pub called The Griffin in Bracebridge, the next town across. So we went there and did the podcast and it was, and then a bottle share. It was fucking insane. Yeah, you got destroyed. Because we didn't eat. They didn't want to eat until after. They <laughs> never do, I don't do that. And then couldn't we not get food or something? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I went food. to, I passed out. Oh wait, no, you went to sleep and then we all had pizza. That's yeah, what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I was okay, like, fuck, yeah. I could have gone with something. I was just, because I, I just couldn't stay out. Yeah, just done. yeah, that was rough. So that was probably the best product, if I'm going to be honest, because it meant so much and the can was, the beer was dedicated to my dad and I took it to Australia. We it, Like the launch party was two days before we left. Mm-hmm. We went to Australia and we got photos with the beer with kangaroos and shit. We got to give it to a bunch all of friends, friends and, and stuff. And yeah. Just like super nice, leave some cans there for, for mom to keep her home and stuff. So yeah. That was a, probably the best experience overall. I mean, obviously, all the brew days were a lot of fun that we've been involved in. The, you know, the one with Les Bass is always a good time because Simon's wild. The one for – we didn't do, obviously, a brew day this year mm-hmm. for this one, but we did it in uh, – I guess it was January last year or December. That was fun. That was a good vlog. You guys can check yeah, out. That was that fun was fun. Yeah, that was a fun vlog. Yeah. It'd be something on the channel there. So, yeah, that was, that was a good question. That was a really good. Uh, IPA podcast, PR, you bloody legend. PR, I have to hit you up as well about hey, the PR. other thing. Um, I saw that Lax Dumont got some love dust. Maybe other places got some as well, like Jibois Local. Okay. So that must be a uh, shop in uh, Quebec City. So Philippe, that would be for you, my G. Um, so I guess that's uh, enough about the old collab. So we got a few different topics. Where would you like to start? We had... Um, you can throw anything you like at me. And okay. You throw care. anything? Do you want to start with the... I wrote these down real quick. Here it is. All right. Any of those, you can take a look. Maybe we could do the the middle one there. How you feel about okay, that? Okay, sure. Tell yep. me about it because I don't know about it. So. Yes. So something that's uh, – I've always wanted to talk about this on the podcast and uh, I talked about it a little bit with a few different folks. So there was an article in uh, Good Beer Hunting, a, uh, a fantastic beer website. Shouts to Michael. We've been sort of t- talked to him a few times and it seems like really, really cool. And this article is written by Kate Berneau uh, about – regulatory consequences for exploding cans, a potential mm-hmm. time bomb for small breweries. Um, so basically, and I also had a, uh, what do you want to call it? A spirited debate okay. with my friend, uh, Matt, <laughs> fellow Aussie. Matt is a uh, brewer at Collective Arts and he, him and I had a, a big chat about it. He felt passionately like this article. I feel the other way. But basically for people who have been um, uh, following it, um, the smoothie sours, we've talked about a bunch with Rorschach, with Brewski, the people who are doing it well. Mm-hmm. We, <clears throat> well, you got the article perfect. So the TLDR is that in the States, obviously this style has been around for, it said in this article, three years. So that's actually how far Whoa, behind really? Canada is because we Jeez. only got them a year ago. Okay, yeah. That's how far behind we are. Crazy. And I remember actually in 2019 when we were, or 2020, mm-hmm. when we were interviewing Pub Brewski, and they were talking about talking it, right? about it and saying they were doing it and that was already being done and all that stuff. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And like they are like the bringing it, you know, to Quebec, and that's why they were part of the podcast, which is the 
What was that one called? Not Game Changers. Oh, Against the Grain. Against the Grain. <clears throat> right. Exactly yeah. right. So yeah. they were talking about it then. We did that podcast January last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came out a little after when we were filming it. They were working on their brew juices, but they did have, I remember drinking like a dry hop sour that was as good as Jelly King, like a, a fruit, like a peach or something. Yeah. That was fucking fire. So, excuse me. So basically there's breweries in the States that was super big with like um, uh, 450 North in Indiana, Trillium apparently had a bunch that were exploding and a few other different uh, breweries doing these smoothie sours that if you don't know what they are, they're essentially uh, a Berliner Weiss with uh, unfermented fruit added at the end. So they're, they're basically, it's really like juice. And the problem is when you've got uh, yeast in the can, like active yeast, and you've got um, unfermented fruit, there's sugars that you're introducing. And if the yeast continue to eat those sugars, it's going to produce the gases or whatever the fuck it is, I'm probably explaining it wrong, and it makes cans explode anyway. And one way to stop that or to slow that down is to keep them cold at all times. Mm-hmm. So basically some people are stressing about it and it seems to be a bit of an issue in the States. I've seen a lot of people get aggressive about it here. And just sort of, you know, maybe there's one dude who had a, one of the Masoran ones explode in his fridge and he posted on it a happened? Facebook group. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like people lose their shit over like, oh, we have to stop it. Even though it was in the fridge, mm. Yeah. Mm. It can happen. Okay. At the same token, I had a Rorschach one that I left in your mum's living room for friggin' over a week in at Christmas. Yeah. And it was fine. Trying to mess her, mess her living room up. It was inside the cooler, so I wouldn't have. <laughs> yeah. but, the, but the cooler was basically room temperature at yeah. that point. Yeah, interesting. So I don't, I just, yeah, I, I think it's like, I think it's really overblown, mm-hmm. pun intended. Nice, well yeah. done. Uh-huh. Yeah. See that? Yeah. See that? So, like, if, yeah, people are getting really upset about it. Obviously, I'm heavily team smoothie and team fun, innovation, just good shit in beer. Third Moon uh, in Ontario, they do it as well. They do them. Um, they actually have a thing on the website. No, Maddie at Rorschach said when you go on the website, you have to check a box to say, I accept that these beers um, need, need to, to be, be kept cold okay, yeah. in the fridge. Yeah. Uh, Third Moon, I don't know if they do that, but they also have something that they put in the box being like, keep these cold and fresh, drink them fresh, don't sit on them. Blah, oh, blah, interesting blah. that there's this like unstable product. <clears> that you right. And that's what they're talking about. Yeah. Now, in this article, people were commenting, they, they quoted a comment where people were saying, well, what, like, you're going to blame the butcher if you let the meat go off? And then you get sick from yeah, it. Like yeah. you can't like there has to be some sort of consumer responsibility. So I do understand mm-hmm. what people are saying in that it needs to be people, you know, brewers should be careful and not sell products that they know are going to explode. I definitely yeah. agree with that. And I think that as long as they do whatever they can to avoid it, for example, small pony, they pasteurize the beers by the, running it under the IKEA, beer, the right? IKEA yeah. one called smooth. Yeah. Um, and they do it in like not real pasteurization, but the same thing, which is essentially running it under heat to kill the, uh, the yeast. So mm-hmm. then the yeast stop eating mm-hmm. the sugars and then it's fine. You can keep it for a bit. He also has this little machine that replicates um, different temperatures over time. Nice. And you can see when it explodes. Yeah. So you can put the beer in there, it leaves it 30 degrees and you can yeah. leave it 30 degrees all day and just see what it and does. And how big is this explosion? Like how dramatic it's, is it? Uh, like when it's in the fridge, I mean, it's just 473 mils of. This is like popping off the top or something? Pops like, off the top and it yeah. can go everywhere. It depends how violent okay. it is, how long you let it sort okay. of sit. My thing about this, the only beers that it ever 
exploded on me were Kolsch mm-hmm. um, when a brewer just had secondary fermentation. It was an yeah. accident. It was a problem. It was a known problem. But I remember over there we had the old I little remember. thing. We used to keep the beers in the fridge. And you had a thing. stout exploded in our thing. Here. Had a stout exploded. It was a pastry stout. Didn't know mm-hmm. you had to keep those in the fridge either. Mm-hmm. That's also another. But that's what I'm saying. Everyone keeps picking on smoothie sours. But a pastry stout is the only thing that ever exploded in the cellar here yeah. behind yeah. the camera. Yeah. And the other one I remember multiple times with this Kolsch. Like I picked it up and it's just boom in my hand. Gosh, I remember. It Luckily scary. it was inside the thing. and It wasn't in my face yeah, or anything. What's going on? And it's yeah. scared. It was a shock because it yeah. comes up like the yeah. lip of the can yeah, comes up. out yeah 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 and it's but it wasn't like this whole thing came in it was just jagged aluminium was going to cut you yeah. and stuff yeah. so I just kind of feel like everyone's making a larger deal and the people to be honest who are saying this are anti-smoothie anyway mm-hmm. so I kind of take it with a grain of salt like you know, shouts to my friend Chris from Hops and Bros. We have a, 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 a segment on his YouTube channel called uh, Total Brew Crap where we basically just argue every week about different shit because me and him like fundamentally disagree on a lot of, you know, we're, we're good friends, of course, <laughs> but we disagree on a lot of stuff. And he, we, our very first ep- episode was about that. And, you know, he doesn't really like that type of stuff. He's the type that I would you know, say doesn't like fun in NBA, just like shit pretty straight up and down. Yeah. And he is aggressively wanting regulation around these explosions. Matt, my friend from Collective Arts, he was saying he thinks there should be regulations because I was like, well, what's the fix? Yeah. I'm like, because breweries don't, you don't, these aren't distributed, at least in Canada. I don't know about the States. And all the breweries they mentioned that I know for sure that 450 North, everyone goes there and lines up. Trillium, they don't distribute. Mm -hmm. So you want these beers? You go to the brewery, you pick it up, you have it in your car, hopefully put it in a cooler, get it at home, put it in the fridge, bam, bam. Yeah. You know, you're good to go. So I really think it's all being overblown. Like they're not going to be distributed anytime soon. The LCBO can barely handle New England IPAs properly, let alone Yeah. Well, I guess it definitely smoothies. cannot be distributed. <clears throat> no, absolutely not. Anyways, uh, I think it's, yeah, I feel like it's more of a like, hey, you, there's a buyer beware. Like, I don't know, we've told you. It's the same thing. I like the meat analogy where it's like, hey, like. I agree. You're not going to blame the butcher if you keep meat out and he doesn't, you know, like we know that things can get disgusting. Things can um, go in a really wrong direction if you don't treat it the way that it needs to be treated when it comes yeah. to products. Yep. So I don't know. Yeah, I feel like that's fair. It's kind of like, don't buy it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's kind of what <laughs> I'm saying. It's kind of like, okay, so if I'm like, oh, I don't want to take the risk of something exploding in my fridge ever, then I'm not going to buy it or even on the way home or whatever it happens to be. So I feel like the one thing is like, don't buy it. And two is just like, as long as the the burden is on the brewery to say like, Hey, or like at least this, this onus here to say like, we've done our, yeah. Like we told you like, what's up. So you're taking a risk when purchasing and you just kind of have to look at it that way and like move on. Right. I 100% agree. I think it's just so redundant to get upset about this. Yeah. 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 If people love being upset, though, they, they really do, and strive for upsetness. <laughs> like, oh, they're so bored. Oh, I'm outraged. Stuck at home. <laughs> Fuck those smoothies. Yeah, it's really what it is, though, right? Yeah, it's it's hundred percent. They were saying in this article as well that they were thinking about doing. Um, yeah, Daniel's in the building. Yo, whatever. yo, yo, Daniel. Dan Vancouver. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, uh, they were saying that like, is does it come under the FDA? Like, say in the states, the federal what is it, Food and Drug yeah. Administration? So that is beer like that. And then they were they said that person in the article emailed them. Then they were yeah. like, no, this comes under the ATF, the Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. Mm, okay. And then then they came back again and said, okay, but what about this clause that seems to align with it? And then they just ignored them and didn't get back to them. <laughs> yeah. So. The, but the Brewers Association, we now have one of those here in Canada, the one that was started by Steve from Bose yeah. and Fred from uh, Charlevoix. They are the same type of thing. So they also don't have jurisdiction. They can't tell breweries not to. So there's no regulation. 
as long as they're doing best practices, the way that beer is made and stuff, and as long as it does whatever they need for like the alcohol rules yeah. and all that stuff, that is seems to be satisfied. So like it's like who could who could be the ones? Because like if the FDA aren't even taking the onus, and who is it? Who's going to enforce these rules? It is interesting. And none of them, once again, none of them are being distributed. So it's going straight from the brewery door. It's kept cold its whole life. Like yeah. if you're talking Masorum, it's cold. Brewski, it's cold. You can't buy it anywhere. Yeah. Um, Rorschach, they will ship them because they're allowed to, but they think they have a way to do it. When he ships some to me, it was a box within a box. Cool. I thought that okay. was actually really smart. And yeah. Because they're all short cans too. Yeah. So he put stuff in, in there. Nice. So that worked out good. Um, who else do them? Uh, Nouvelle France, but they, I don't, I think, I don't know how they sell it. I, oh, do they sell them at Depths? Yo, I think they do. Interesting. Because I've only, I, I, I don't really go to Depths anymore. In fridges or what's the deal? I, I think they'd have to be. Okay. They'd have to talk to them when they sell yeah. them. So that might be the only one. Because I don't know if they have a, a tap room. Maybe they do. I've never been there. Yeah. So maybe that might be it. But either way. You know, I don't. Th- I think the risks that are posed by these beers are so minimal and yeah, so overblown. The fact that there's this big dramatic—I mean, it wasn't that dramatic an article, but it was a little bit, you know, yeah, a, a little over the top, in my opinion. Like if they said, like Johnny died when his beer exploded, <laughs> like in his hand, and the aluminum ricocheted off his face, or I don't know, something. Like, I don't know. Exactly. Then maybe it'd be something like a cause for alarm. But if it's like, Just hey, figured him for this, life. Yeah, if the same thing. If you left your meat out too long and then got gross or something. Buzz. If that's yeah. really what the thing is it's just like education of handling then yeah it's like come on guys yeah at what point does it does it come like you were saying yeah. like, does it come to the consumer what are you drinking daniel yeah. what, are you, what are you drinking guys daniel is actually drinking a uh, how do you know Freddy? oh because we were talking about okay <laughs> he's drinking a seventh anniversary beer from bomber and it's a seven percent uh imperial pilsner with seven different bc hops because he was like what do you reckon about imperial pilsners i'm like i don't like them at all anything that's more than five percent what you do is it's like tastes like those fucking ones that we used to get from the beer store when we were first trying to get numbers for the 365 yeah like it tastes like those ones that are just these booze but oh god this is so not good no, no, no not good. he seems to be liking yeah. it maybe he has it warm he said it's fine because it's cold daniel we're watching something called c yesterday S-double-E um, for um, on um, Apple TV, Apple TV yeah, Apple Plus. TV Plus. Yeah, Vancouver. Oh no, it was British Columbia. I don't know if it was only Vancouver. I think it was different areas. I don't think that was just Vancouver. Well, Vancouver is a city, so it's I'm the, saying, I don't the, think the Rocky Vancouver. Mountains. Yeah, it was like gorgeous. My goodness, I was like, we really need Daniel's right. We really need to go and um, go and hit those places up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see what PA said. Oh, PA There we go. Okay. Smoothies from Nouvelle France are straight from the brewery, not shipped to my knowledge. I think that would make more sense. I just wasn't sure if they had like a a tap room or whatever that, you know, like you go and buy shit to go. Uh, Philippe saying it's okay to put rules and regulations, but it has to be respected or if it's exploding, revisit the recipe. Yeah. I think that's definitely fair because obviously breweries shouldn't be creating products that they know are going to explode. I think that's quite um, <laughs> what's the word, like, irresponsible. irresponsible. <laughs> but um, if it's like one in, cause like the thing that like, I guess my only experience, I've had a lot of smoothies. I'd say more than the average person. Cause I go out of my way to get them. And excuse me, the, one the only style that's exploded on me was a Kolsch. So I always feel like people like just to me it feels overly dramatic. Like, cool, there was one dude who had a Masorum that exploded and he put the photo on the capsule beer mm-hmm. or whatever it was and just the picture of it and then it became a meme. And it was just like you know what beer fridge and there was a couple cans tipped over and everything was like this purple shit everywhere. So it looked like pissed. Oh, I'd be really annoyed. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't it wasn't like his whole fridge exploded and shelves were breaking and yeah, children yeah. were dying. Like it was like <laughs> It's just not that fucking serious, man. Like, I, like you said, yeah. No one's really. I don't know. And like, 
someone tried to tell me that someone got injured. If they did get injured from an exploding <laughs> yeah. can, then that's yeah. fucked up. To, to Philippe's point, though. But it though, could happen with anything. Yeah, to Philippe's point, though, I think um, when we think about Small Pony, yes. why isn't everyone just doing what Small Pony did in order to mitigate that? Um, genuinely don't know. I think it could be a time thing. Mm-hmm. Um, being that Sean's brewery is... They, you know, if people don't know Small Pony Barrel Works in just outside of Ottawa, they only do barrel-aged sours. Mm-hmm. And because it's not like he's not busy, but their whole thing takes Slow time. Beer, right? It's slower stuff. So exactly. So then maybe they've figured it out how to do it. Maybe because it's barrel aged stuff, there's different bacteria. That bacteria might be more explosive mm-hmm. with the fruit if you don't pasteurize it or at least quasi pasteurize it. Like he yeah. does the because it's not hundred percent effective or whatever it is, but it's but it's yeah. an extra step you're taking. So Correct. I find that's interesting. So and it's just putting shit underwater or something. Yeah, okay. Because Matt was telling me, Matt from Rorschach was saying that if they got a pasteurizing machine, it could take up the size of a tap room. Shit, and it's wow. crazy expensive. Damn. Yeah. Okay, didn't know that. that. When, when we were all uh, visiting real quick. Yeah. So we said that. Daniel says, yes, best place on earth, biased. <laughs> hey, man. I still don't know, but... I'll go. I think we have to see if everything's a bit more chill in summer. It might be worthy. We did say that while watching that video, that that show yesterday. They were like, we should try to like just spend summer working there somehow. Be so sick. Like that would be gorgeous for those views. Like yeah, yeah, those views were crazy. I feel like Like, we might be able to finesse it. Not even real. It's gorgeous. Because if you're out there, like Mm -hmm. it can't be that much COVID in the. Yeah, our clients on the west coast would just be on the same size at the same time with them. That's not good though. That's actually not good because they're up early. We're not early people. Yeah, well, we just have to. Like, yeah, these West Coast people in their times. Like, yeah, these what's are the problem? Like, geez, relax. Jesus, sleep in. Sleep, <laughs> wow, no one likes it. Everyone wants a beer at 2 p.m. or something. Like, can we just keep it to enough? Fuck, yeah. So that was the exploding can shenanigan. I think, yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it pans out here in Canada, yeah. though, because this is all, it seems like there's more of a problem in America. There's multiple breweries that have had issues. Um, you know, it, it seems to be just the style. I, I was actually saying that the style at the end of the day, it's going to fade. Yeah, of course. So yeah. is it worth putting all these regulations and forcing breweries to buy this equipment and that and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, they're not popular. We're not making yeah. them anymore. And you've made them spend the, on this the, money. What's the one that, Brute, the one that died, Brute, yeah. that just died? Which sucks. People shit on Brute all the time. Why do you They think? seem to be, Daniel always tells me about okay. on the West. I liked them. I love them. Yeah. People so were like, like making fun like of me for liking died. them recently. Like, I just feel like they just like, yeah, fell apart and oh. it's interesting. I just don't know so why. they didn't pick up. Nah. Yeah, maybe they're not fun enough because it's just like, yeah, yeah it's, it's just a well-crafted, but, interesting I mean, it beer, could be. But it wasn't fun. So it's not like wild and it wasn't like Instagrammable enough or anything like that. Like it's just clear that's what it is. Yeah. yeah, like dry. maybe that's it. So. Yeah, it's not riveting <laughs> enough. And yeah. we were extra pissed. I think we probably talked about it, but we went to San Francisco end of 2019, yeah. just before everything kind of went down. And we were going to go to the brewery, to a social brewery on the island, like that actually invented them. And then I checked and they didn't have them. Mm, yeah, I even messaged him, like, yo, you got brutes? And like, nah, I'm like, are you fucking serious? You invented <laughs> the style, but you don't have one on at all times? Jeez, yeah, it's pretty like, ridiculous. So, so vexed. Daniel, whoops, Daniel's saying... Uh, Is that to be frank? To be, to be fair, any additional oh, okay. sugars in the can that have a risk of fermenting, no matter the math and temperature. Yeah, and that's completely fair. And that basically, I don't know if there's that much you can even do. If that makes sense, no one wants a refermentation. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And you are right, dude. Every brewery we've ever spoken to is devastated if there's something like that that happens when it comes to refermentation. Like, mm. actually devastated. Yeah, like in any style. Yeah. And there's just much more of a chance in... 
in these. Yeah. Just because yeah. there's more happening. But like, I don't know. I just think people need to just chill the fuck out and breweries need to also do the best that they possibly can to either spread consumer knowledge and to just make sure the shit doesn't explode. Mm-hmm. If that comes to doing what um, Sean at Small Pony's doing and you run the cans, I mean, maybe because Sean does 250 cans or something. Like mm, they're really small yeah. batches where other breweries might do 3,000 cans. Yeah. So it depends on. Probably like your volume. The vo- And like how. Are you going to do one by one and hold it under hot water for four minutes each or whatever you have to do? Like there might not yeah. be. Like and imagine how much water that wastes. Like there's got to be some sort of thing they have to figure yeah. out if they want to keep making them. But the problem is it's hard. Like it's a hard time for breweries. Are we expecting them to just drop money right now in the middle of all of this on new equipment? Just yeah, for a style I guess that it's just more like take they give you the information and the consumer can just be like, I'll take the risk if I really want. That's really and that's it. Honestly, that's yeah. how I feel. When yeah. it comes down to it, that's what it is. And yeah. if you don't like the risk, then don't buy it. Then don't buy it. Yeah. That's yeah. easier approach, I would say. Much easier. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Next. Black uh, History Month. Black History Month's happening. Happy Black History Month. Yes. Because uh, what do you want me to talk about? I'm black and it's Black History Month. I'm just, no, I'm no. just joking. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Wow, you see what I do with guys? Wow. I don't know. He deals with this all the time, guys. Be your own. I thought um, I took more notes. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so, it's Black History Month. There's nothing interesting happening in the beer world for Black History Month, well, is there? I wanted to shout out um, two breweries here in Ontario and Quebec that remade their Black is Beautiful beers. So, first of all, Nickelbrook, they did the second version. The first was a uh, strawberry stout mm-hmm. um, with Laurie from All Sourced. And then the second yeah. version was also with Laurie, and it was a coconut vanilla stout, and it was also with Ren, uh, Ooh, yes. Ren Navarro's new company called Shout Do Better, Do Better. Of, shout out to both of those wonderful, was it Do Better, wonderful Be humans. Better. Yeah, they're both fantastic. Nickelbrook are amazing. I love those yeah. folks too. Yeah, so I'm super proud of them to bring it back. And then, of course, even before they did it, um, Sankey and Baron, Jacob and the team. One of there. three breweries in Quebec. In Quebec to do it. Still disappointed that y'all didn't get on board, guys, but, you know, it's what it is. And some of y'all make great stouts. Some Killer of y'all stouts. play hip hop in your uh, tap rooms and love the old rap. But that's yeah. another story. It's another story. Yeah. You know, whatever. For it's another a, day. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love Quebec to pay more attention, but that's, you know, it is what it is. Jacob yeah. basically the only one who really cared because apparently that even the other ones that did it, Bar Canada didn't can it or something. Mm-hmm. And they just did tap room only. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think because when they did it, you could still go to a tap room. Yeah. And who was the other one? Who was it again? Uh, Sir John. John. Yeah, Sir John. So they yeah. canned it. They did it one time. That was a really good beer. Actually, I really enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, that one. was really good. Yeah, they, that was I great. I wish they brought that one back, actually. Yeah. But I guess you can bring it back in any time again. you want. So Unlimited. people do, yeah. So not only did Sankiem do it the second time, it was the same beer, but they also, when they made the first batch, they chucked a bunch in some barrels. Shout out Sankiem. Shout out to them. So they're doing a double barrel. They announced it the other day or mm-hmm. today or something. I think it's this weekend or next weekend. They're doing a uh, a double, like a launch of a double barrel version. Very cool. Which is super Ooh, I dope. I to try that. So um, hopefully we can get some. Um, crowds and hops. When I talk about like breweries. Yeah, yeah. Talk about it, Black History Month. Crowds and hops is just killing it. Like already. Oh. Like let's not. Like my goodness. Like, yeah, they're out of control. I don't even know how they're keeping up, up with themselves. And generally speaking, I actually but, like, can't keep I, up. With I, I can't even keep up. Yeah. I can't even I like no all idea things. What's interact all things. I'm like, hey, like, that's amazing. This, this is amazing that you do. This is amazing. It's just like a broken record. It's just so they're just moving. But yeah, so I love the like four beers that they released. Were really fun. Was a different version? Can we do the? They oh, did a um, oh you can customize it uh, you can customize that with extra stuff. Well, okay, America, cool. That's what they're trying the, to. Uh, Craig's looking anyway, at their vans that they. They did a collab here. with vans, mm-hmm. and I want to buy it, but they don't ship. They to did Canada. an HBCU IPA playlist. So smart, love that. 
Yes, with the DJ. Yeah, they're so fun. So, okay, um, where do we start? But I want to actually talk about the four beers they released. I think they would have a photo oh, that this is a Black shows History all four Month. of them. Yeah. So for Black History Month, they did a set of beers, the HBC UIPA. Just also just like in terms of branding and just think, just looking crazy. Yeah. Like they, all the things that they produce are just so, um, so gorgeous. Like yeah. just so beautiful, just so on point. Super like dark. they're so authentic. They're so authentic. Like it's just real, real them. Um, this so the, the HBC. So just to confirm, that they'd eight like uh, historically black colleges and universities. Yeah. Um, that was a double dry hop hazy IPA. They did that. Yeah. Um, because this is great. They'd just be knocking them out. Because both like uh, they went crazy. to um, uh, Benny went to Spelman and Tia went to Howard. Yeah. So they went to HBCUs, and the second one was called Urban Queen, an imperial stout with coffee from Red Bay. So Red Bay, which is cool. Red Bay, we worked with with a client, one of our clients actually yeah, in the end too. Cool. So we're big fans of Red Bay coffee. Wish we had a glass of They're in yeah. um, their black owned cafe or roaster as well yeah, in, in uh, Oakland. Yeah. Which is super dope. So there's an HBC UIPA, which is crazy. Yeah, and I the believe Urban Queen. Is that the same one? Four, no. So that's the Urban Queen too. It might be like rolling. So I keep slowly. seeing people per, with four in their hands, basically. So okay. that's what I'm thinking. But unless maybe do you know what? It's probably their regular stuff. Yeah, because then they've got their regular. This is their Urban Anomalies. And yeah, their regular. Uh, you know, stuff. we're just probably picking up all the beers too on top of everything. But um, that rollout was very very cool. And then on top of it, they've just. Yeah. I've been speaking to like LinkedIn and like it's their so Forbes. They're just in a bunch of places, just spreading the word. Um, the and like, yeah, I value them to death. I already love them so much. But on top of that, as they push for ownership, I think that's the key thing. And that's what we all need to really be focusing on. So, yeah, yeah, just love them and love what they're doing. So yeah. that's something that's like stand out in terms of like a very cool rollout. Um I, I haven't seen, seen anything else interesting in that. In no, that it's a really shame, eh? Like, I feel like there hasn't been a ton of um, Black History Month stuff. As, like, I mean, obviously it's craft beer, so we. Yeah, I guess I'd rather it. people just be authentic to themselves then. In yeah. the end, so if it's not something that you even care about, then there's no point um, forcing folks forcing to turn it and do it, it or whatever. Really care. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you did the block square. That's sufficient, right? <laughs> so no need to go beyond that. Um, too sarcastic okay. with the podcast. No, it's okay. not always sarcastic on the no, podcast. No, run, 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 run But I just say, like, you don't have to, like, yeah, you don't have to force it. It has to be authentic no. to you. You have to want to, like, show up for your audience and really love, like, or show up for the audience that you think makes sense for, or your employees, or somebody's excited about it. But otherwise, I think, like, the stuff that, that, um, that, uh, Crowds and Hops are doing is so cool. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, Sank Kim's awesome. Yeah, thank you for killing him. Nickelbrook loved him. So, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that's, I guess there's really not even that much else to talk about with that, unfortunately. I wish there was, but not here, not here. So, you know, maybe there's some other stuff that we missed. There could be some other there things. There could be, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's Ren not like we did some Ren extensive research more. or anything like that. It was just anything no. that came up on our feed or something like that. That was interesting. If there's if something there is anything, that's let us cool know. that happened, let us know. Because like I would like to like buy anything or support anything that has to do. Yeah, we always try um, and like, jump on that. Let's see if Ren did anything. So, yeah, definitely let us know about so, that. So, Ren more... Um, because she launched her new, I guess, like similar, like charity or whatever um, mm-hmm. thing, a platform called, like I think it's Do Better, Be Better. Nonprofit. That's a damn word yeah. I'm for. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so I, I know that she was a part of the Nickelbrook one, but I don't know. She she might have done some other stuff, um, which is plausible, but I can't really tell if according to her feed. I mean, she did a collab with. We should um, to Red in the pod. She does her pod. She has her podcast. Oh, yeah, she has a podcast. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Ren likes to talk. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I love cute. it. Oh, my gosh. Are you ever going to do your Sea Loves a Chinwag? What's that going to be? Like a segment? Or like just a... know your own podcast where you're just talking because you love a Chinwag. Just me talking. Yeah, just, yeah, just, uh, 
Craig loves a Chinwag guy. I don't, guys, I can't. I don't know if you can tell from the three YouTube channels he has and two podcasts. Wow. But Craig um, loves a Chinwag, and he raps for a living. So there you go. Those are all. All of those are inten- are high level Chinwagging. You <laughs> love a Chinwag. Don't tell me what Chinwagging is. Oh, for those who aren't Australian. <laughs> Um, the chin wag is because you're literally wagging your chin. That's why I love it so much. It's just so just funny. So like, because you love to yap. You love you love yapping. I love a good yap. Do you yeah. know which beer it is? What are we doing next? So open up the fridge there. So I got this one today. Huge shouts to Alex yeah, from Champ Leap. Silver fridge. Okay. Bottom shelf, far left. Black can. No, 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 no. Uh, in. Shelf. Yep. So the shelf that is right there. And it's got that's all. Cool. So. Dejeuner en paix. Peaceful breakfast. Can you make sure the... Uh, uh, I guess so. Breakfast in peace. Breakfast, Breakfast in, in peace. peace. Probably cool. just me to drink it in, nice. in peace or whatever. So Alex from Sean Leave uh, got this over today. This is, I've never actually had this. So this is a special, if you can tell there's a sticker on it, it says Brazil. So this is a um, uh, 11% Imperial Breakfast Stout aged in bourbon barrels on maple and coffee. But I think this specific one, instead of like maple wood, it's like bois d'arabe. So it's like maple wood. This is ampirana, which is another type, of, unless that's the same thing. Hmm. Um, but with a special Brazilian coffee, cool. which I wrote down because you told me before, because it's not even on Untapped yet. Uh, it is called Pocos de Caldas, but it could be that little C, Pothos. Maybe. Fuck, I don't know. Oh, okay, wow. It's difficult. So, yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to trying this one because Noah was like, oh, you need to drink it now. The nose is just amazing. I'm like, oh. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, we're doing a podcast with Tiff tonight. I'm down. I'm down. I was like, you know what? That's and I, I love a stout. Like, and I said, no, when you're like, what beauty do you want? I'm like, if I could have a stout, it would make me very happy. And I was like, all right, perfect. Well, yeah. Noah was like, uh, shouts to Noah. Yeah. Uh, I was like, yo, you need to get this one. Yeah. All right, ready? Yeah. Yeah, you get that. guys just taking some photos here. Yeah, you know the drill. Having such a great time. Great laugh. Guys, a fake laugh in photos is just so key. <laughs> I'm just going to pull some of the next one because I like to keep equality is everything, folks. Yeah. Should I keep going? Here we yeah. go. <laughs> oh, what a great view. This is pouring so dark. I like it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Basically, you nailed Sick. it. Perfect. So. So you. Thank you. All right. So pause. Super, Super jet black. I got like a slight yep. head. You got nothing. Your head's got yeah, There's not much head in this one. I wonder why. The super roasty mad coffee. Get it in you. Get it in you. Cheers. Another cheers. cheers yeah. Cheers, guys. Get it in you. Thank y'all for watching. Hope you're all well. Nice. Interesting. Wow. Okay. So I'm going to take a photo with this one because I actually haven't had and I got a review of this. is the only one I have. Hmm. I'm going to hold up the can. Yeah, sure. Ready, guys? Oh, really? I don't think I've even taken a photo of with you in it since I've had the new phone. We got the new, we got a new phone recently. It's so nice. Like it just doesn't, you can't take a bad photo with it. <laughs> yeah, it's okay? good. Yeah, yeah, bright. So, yeah, it's all in French. Damn, I thought it would be some easier anglais thing there. So it's like uh, jet black. Yeah, jet. No head. Yeah. Um, the uh, espresso on the nose there. I'm not even mad to have this before I eat dinner. Oh, okay, so you haven't eaten yet. Unless yeah. At least just sip slow. No, that's fine. Mm. Bourbon, avecanage de uh, maple. I feel like the bourbon's subtle. Yeah, I'd say the bourbon's really subtle. I get more like the coffee bean. Yeah. I feel like it's like a coffee bean straight up from that. Yeah. It's dry. Very dry. Yeah, it's a bit woody. Yeah. It's because the ambiran is like a flavored um, a flavored wood or something. It gives some sort of flavor to it. I don't know a lot about it. Mm. 
What is the best? This question comes from Philippe. Yeah, run What it. is the best beer and music mix, in your opinion? Like a beer that fits well with an artist or band? Hmm. 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 I really <laughs> thought about it. That's a cool question. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know if you've heard Brewheads by C. Oh. But that does very well with the beer, Philippe. Very, very well with Basically the beer. Basically, any, any style. <laughs> I have another song called Hazy. Yeah, oh, that oh, goes oh, well that with goes a New well with hazy. IPA. Yeah, that goes well with a New England IPA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's so cool. Like, um, there are like some. That's why I like kind of like the slow beer people because I feel like they can listen to like dope slow music or something like that while they're making their beer and it's chill. When you're saying slow, I actually really what do you liked. Um, uh, sorry, what case? I really liked Casey. Yeah, I like that he was listening to like J Cole and blending beers. Um, and it's not the beer itself; it's more the process that I thought that that was like cool because hmm. I feel that's like pairing, it makes actually. you make something that's like feel smooth and refined or something like that there's like some interesting thing about that i feel like um comes to the people what does metal you. pair well with um <laughs> so i that's feel like usually played matt always said to me that metal folks like um low abv beers because when you're at a gig you don't want to get like tra- uh, like trash that makes sense with like the high abv stuff yeah that makes sense um that's a really good question yeah. like, i can't really think of anything else but i think the casey example is probably the best thing it's like an activity with the, like, because it's still making the beer. I guess you could drink his beer with it because he had yeah. just a bunch of, like, uh, you know, fruited sours and really well-made sours and stuff. I'd say C's music goes very well with an IPA, with a hazy IPA. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, no bias. <laughs> Lots all bias, I guess. It's all, well, it's it's, all it's about it, right? Yeah. It doesn't want really to get more accurate than that. Yeah. I'm on your beer page. Shouts to you, man. I need to try more Champ Lieb. Seriously, like, if I'm more honest, I'm even selling Alex, like, it's they were, they were always doing some really solid stuff, but it just wasn't my jam. And then recently, probably the last six months, like with their lagers, just insane. Like that Simplicity Volontaire, the OG, and then the uh, the Barrel Age version was just wild. Um, the, the even the all the farmhouse are super well known for that. Their IPA, they did another batch. You just gave me that one today, the Soleil Jean. I'm really excited, the Amarillo one, because it was just insane. I was so impressed mm-hmm. with uh, what he was doing with that beer. Because it just wasn't something that he did as well before. But I think it's now Alex and this new uh, brewer that he's working with, I think his name was Olivier. Between those two, I think they're really like yeah, killing the game. That's what Noah thinks as well. Like they're just a great team. Nice. So together they're just doing super interesting stuff. This is a very interesting beer as well. Like they're experimenting with just fun things. And he doesn't like lactose, but that's okay because he shit his fire. So, I mean, you know. Not everyone can love it. I don't it. really care about that anymore. Yeah, not uh, everyone can love so, it. That was like two years ago. <laughs> Lactose? Yeah. yeah. Now people get mad at smoothies, so I'm about that. Okay. Whatever people whatever mad everyone's at, mad at, that's one that you're on. Yeah, because usually they're mad at fun things. Whatever was just getting married at, what's that awful bacon beer? What are they called again? Rouch beers? Yeah. You're going to be jumping on the Rouch train? <laughs> guess we'll see. Would you get defended? You want to make it popular uh, just so you have to drink them and talk yeah, about like, them all the time? Look, I love this campfire beer. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I can swing it. Love I think I'm uh, beer. It's so good. <laughs> I think I'm too... I think I think I can lie. Yeah, yeah, it's too, it's too, too much, much. Yeah, at least the other two are like lactose tastes great in beer and smoothies. Well, yeah. when, when it's well done and smoothie beers are great. Yeah. Oh, Philippe says team lactose. You know, team lactose. Vibes. He knows what the fuck it he is. Knows you, know what's up. you know the fuck. Okay, what was your third? Um, was Nate from Nathan Does Beer and also from Love BOS's Nate. blog. He is a Top legend. Blog. Top yeah. bloke, yeah. mad dog. Yeah. He wrote an article recently about Dry January because there was a little bit of a controversy online. And him and I sort of planned that out. And he did a phenomenal job of getting all the quotes from breweries. He got two quotes from Ontario and two from here in Quebec um, of just what brewers think about it. 
and he wrote all his thoughts on it. And it, within four days, it was the most viewed blog post on BOS in uh, history, which mm-hmm. is crazy. So cool. So yeah. it really showed. And the number one before that was our diversity piece. Yes. The first, like we've done two, but the first one. Yeah. Um, a bunch of beer pages because then you'll start drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a bunch of barley wines, dude. I'm just like, I can't no, see, even... that's going to happen. Everyone's like, oh, barley wines are, are bad. They're suck. Then that's you. Yeah. You have to pull no, them no. out and start drinking them. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's I just go can't do it. It's just sweet, sticky shit. I yeah. don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm willing to be convinced anyway. <laughs> um, so Nate wrote this article. Super, super cool. Um, it basically started because a prominent beer writer in Ontario was tweeting and he was saying to people to proactively, he goes, don't do dry January this year or if you're doing it, don't talk about it because breweries are having a hard enough time so you're making things worse. And I was kind of like, what is he talking about? That's like, absolutely absurd. So the, the worst part. statement to Yeah, make. it was basically 50-50 that agreed with him and didn't. They were like, some people don't like people talking about dry January and I saw someone, um, Johnny saying that's a no for hey. me. What's the no? Barley wines? Barley wines are not drinking. Oh, not drinking. <laughs> or dry January. Oh, or dry January. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. you were doing dry January. No, he didn't. Me. He said he think he tried for a day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Oh, Johnny. Love yeah. you. Um, so these, uh, what was saying again? Sorry, I forgot. Oh, yeah, this motherfucker. So about half the people were agreeing with him and be like, yeah, man, I'm tired of these people. Because apparently someone commented, they go, you know how if some, how do you know if someone's doing dry January? Don't worry, they'll tell you. It's the same as well, vegans like the and vegans CrossFit. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, it's that serious eh like i never really seen that before i was like yeah dry, dry jam. Jam, yeah yeah or dry anything because i think I, like, I said something like i'm not drinking or Oops. something and he was like oh you do a dry january right <laughs> couldn't be you. me couldn't be me mm-hmm. <laughs> which mm-hmm. i wasn't doing dry january i'm just doing less drinking was my dream. and now you've been able yeah. to manage your and now whole it's thing. integrated into my life yeah right um which is balance but yeah so the that whole thing about trying to tell somebody one what they do with their body is like already just like like don't t- telling someone that they have to drink as if their body is responsible for how a business succeeds is like so yeah. idiotic. It, it's so it makes no sense. That's like being that's literally like saying, hey, McDonald's isn't doing well. So don't you dare talk about fitness and health and eating well because yeah. you're not thinking about the McDonald's next door that needs people to buy burgers. So don't talk about how your healthy lifestyle. Don't talk about being a vegan when the butchers are going yeah, to go out of business. Yeah, how dare you? The butchers will go out of business. If the butchers go out of business because in the end everyone becomes vegan, that's just the world and that's what it is because people yeah. are allowed to do whatever they want. But it's it's the that part with the alcohol is so absurd because you're making a healthier lifestyle choice. It's not like it's not new news that alcohol is not great for you in large quantities consistently. Mm-hmm. You know, we all know that. So when we're taking this approach to try to scale back, you can't guilt me into feeling like because of COVID and because some breweries aren't doing well, I need to drink more in order to support themselves and sacrifice my body and my health and my well-being in order yes. to make sure this brewery stays open. Like that is such a, <laughs> I just don't even know how that could come into in someone's wild. mind and then yeah. actually be written out because you would have so much time to think in that process that you'd be like, oh, this is dumb, yeah. what I'm saying. This makes no <laughs> sense. Like I'm telling people to... To drink more or not promote healthy life, healthy living, because it's the if the breweries, you know what they do? They pivot. They make non-alcoholic beers. They make seltzers. They open cute bottle shops. They sell food. They do all these things. So you know, and they sell cards. merch. There's all these other things. But they're like to tell you that you need to, yeah, you know, it's, it's just so silly. 
I just can't imagine that that was like a thing, a, a debate. But it could, yeah. you could tell based on the performance of Nate's article that it was a very like uh, uh, dividing or like interesting piece conversation. Yeah, it got a, it got a bunch of convos yeah. happening, and even the brewery's responses like they were different. Some of them were saying that um, like we've proact- you know we're not we don't have a problem with it. We do a non-alcoholic beer. So, you know, it's all good, even though it kind of like, you know, isn't smart of me to encourage it. At the end of the day, we just want people to be healthy and well and whatever. And then others were saying sort of like, well, how, you know, it's kind of like cutting my own throat, isn't it? If I tell people not to. So, you know, they weren't saying not to do it, but just more like there was more kind of aligning with what it's so it's I also more like I'm not going to promote I'm not going to promote it, but I'm not going to tell you not to do it, which I was like, okay, it was was fair. Reading it for the first time, I was like, what do they mean? And then I was like, okay, I get it. I think that's fair to say I'm not going to promote not drinking. Like we're not like, and that's fair for brewery not to be like dry January, everybody, (laughs) or like dry February. Like obviously that won't really make sense. Yeah. But in terms of like guilting people, that's where my issue is, like guilting someone. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. Like that's the silly part of it. Like, hey, you got to drink. Because something can't last without you. Like, that's not my fault and that's not my problem. Like, if I love no. the industry, yeah, that's fair. But it's not It's not my problem. You know? Like, I have to take care. Everyone has to take care of themselves. So yes. That's exactly. number one. So, yeah. I feel like that was uh, just a silly thing for that person to say. I actually don't know who the person is, but it's a silly thing for them Yeah, to I don't say. know if I want to call them out here. I didn't have a problem with no, the No, no, it's fine. Them, but, but, like, um, I just thought it was... I don't know much about them either, but it was... Uh, this person actually gave me good advice in the past because he talked about... Um, uh, Oh, it's the same person talks about balance. Correct. Or whatever. So yeah. he was shooting on dry January a few years ago and was like, you don't need to. And it was, but it wasn't obviously, it's a different context now. It wasn't like breweries are struggling. It was more like, if you're in the industry, it's actually better if you take two days off a week and that ends up to be 104 days a year yeah. as opposed to the 30 days in January. If you're one of those people who works at a brewery, at a bar, or whatever, and you have to drink, even if that drinking is tasting to make sure they're, yeah. they're good. Yeah. And I was like, huh. So that's what I started doing was to try and do that. Now I'm yeah. Think, you adopted that into your full lifestyle. So yeah, it was after it was during quarantine that I really committed because before I was a bit more not reckless, but just kind of like drink until I feel like oh my body's kind of telling me not to drink, so I'm not going to drink. And now I've got control because I'm like I don't drink on these three nights, mm-hmm. and then it's very rare that I sh- like either break it or shuffle it. I will have to shuffle it because Monday is Dan's birthday. Shouts to Dan. Hey, cousin Dan. Yeah. So. Oh, I'm, yeah, we're drinking Monday then. Yeah. That's fine. And then even though Sunday's Valentine's Day, we have non-alcoholic champagne we could rock. I don't know. Well, let's talk really. about that. Yeah. Oh, because I'm going to celebrate like Valentine's Day anyway. So for me, I don't, I don't think yeah. I could do it. That's we don't all. even celebrate anyway, so that's fine. That's something like whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so like I don't really care too much. I can get blitzed high if we really need to, so. Anyway, yeah, it's just kind of a ridiculous uh, little thing, but it was an interesting. Yeah, I think it's an interesting conversation to have, but overall, it's more how can you ever tell somebody not to do something because someone else needs to, like, it's, yeah, to, to, to guilt someone because they're doing something that hurts another person, even though it's like, hey, me just avoiding something is going to hurt them because they don't pivot or do something else like i just think it's just silly you know mm-hmm. it's just yeah i know times are hard or whatever but that's like saying like don't cook at home and don't show pictures of yourself cooking at home because restaurants are struggling correct it's just yeah. like what is that so like, many what are you talking about yeah it's just so silly like yeah it's just silly yeah it's it's frustrating that it's even i'm gonna start messaging people and telling them not to show their food pictures at home because <laughs> it's unfair to the restaurant industry yeah 
it's it's really that dumb. So like hopefully, I mean obviously that's over here in Quebec. People do drive February like Philippe's doing right now, mm-hmm. um, which is which is great. I think it's I think it's cool. It's like I don't know. It's a good challenge. It's good to take that time off and um, cleanse. I would do it if it wasn't for you know weekly podcasts and all the content that I sort of like. I'm already backed up with things that I need to review and take photos of and blah blah blah. Like I, I couldn't even imagine taking a month off. That would ruin me. So it's, no, that's fair. yeah, it's like, but the one way to do it is to have these strict days a week and shuffle if I need to, like, when I will this, this week, I'll just shuffle them around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't had to do that. Even yeah, Christmas. Yeah, you take Tuesday, Wednesday off and it's easy like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Normally yeah. I take Sunday, Monday and Wednesday off, but mm-hmm. if I have to drink Monday, then I'll just take Tuesday, Wednesday off. Yeah, nice and easy. Yeah. yeah. So it's not really that much of a problem. It seems pretty easy. It's more just, like, and usually by the time it gets to Sunday after drinking Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I am like done and ready. I'm excited for our artisanal tea mm-hmm. and fruit and stuff. And I don't really even think about it, to mm-hmm. be honest. And we also been drinking a lot of non-alcoholic beer. Yeah. Yeah, which, that's true. Which just happened to. to come to us. Yeah. But it's been, it's been really not like I really before I I didn't like non-alcoholic beer at all. I never understood. I thought it was ridiculous. But once I realized that if you think of it as hoppy fizzy water and not beer, mm-hmm. then it's a different context. Yeah. It just reminds me of like um Spearhead does this wicked stuff called Aqua, A K W A. Mm-hmm. And they always send it in their PR packs with the beer. And I, to be honest, I'd rather them send like two beers and like four of the waters because they're amazing and I don't have any other way to get them. But they're like botanical water and they're just carbonated. It's like a San Pellegrino or whatever. Yeah. But it's got a little bit of like, it's not like overly botanical, but it's just something in it. Yeah, that's nice super little tasty. flavor to it. Yeah. Yeah. And I really, really, really enjoy it. Um, and that's just like a, and, and did you were saying, you had the other night where like you, I was, was it I was drinking on one of the nights because we don't share the exact same nights? Mm-hmm. And then you went and had something and it and it put you back. You were good. What, did you have a non-alcoholic beer or what did you have? It put me back. As in like you lost the craving. It satisfied oh. you. That's what I'm trying to say. So non-alcoholic beer scratches an itch much more than you think it does. Yeah, uh, especially if they're well done. And if they're well done, yeah. We found uh, a couple the CBD of drinks already make me pretty happy as is. So I'm oh, that was the other that's one. probably that's what it. it was. But then I also do have uh, Libras, like my favorite non-alcoholic beer right now. And they're great. And they're I've from been having PI, that, so. from Up Upslope or yeah, something so like that. Upstreet, something yeah. like that. What's Philippe saying? Get a good barley wine from Esprit de Clochet. How's, how's my French there? Which is in my Esprit hood. De I'm sure you would like it. Hey, there okay. you go. Johnny was agreeing with something Johnny that said we missed. Facts. But whatever it was, I'm glad you agree, Johnny, you beautiful man. Philly said, I'm doing my podcast sober for now, so I drink bubbly tea or kombucha. Nice. Interesting. There you go. So that yeah, must, you totally can. Yeah, you totally can. I think it's where we've gone too far in the world, the things that we do for BOS. There's like too much. Like it, it's actually, if you think about it, it's kind of a trap. Like what am I supposed to do? Because if you think about the like the way people are, I don't know if everyone knows how beer media works and stuff, but basically there's public relations and you get PR packs where people just send you shit and they, in the hopes that you talk about it. Um, that type of stuff in beer, like if it was like, I don't know, say if you're, the makeup ones always comes to mind, like that lipstick is not going to go off if you don't do something for a month. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, if someone sends you a hazy IPA, you can't let it sit for a month because it's going to die and it's not going to be good. And, and then you can't talk about and it. And then you can't talk yeah. about it. Yeah. So the taking the month off, I don't think I'd have too much of an issue with it. But I also feel like the the month seems like extreme. It's an extreme uh, measure 
for people who feel like they just really want to break and it gets you in a different headspace and they just really want it cut out so they could focus on other things. I think that's super healthy and, and really smart. Mm-hmm. I found that my cutting down to my four days drinking, three days off, and you are the opposite. You are three, three on, four off. Four off yeah. So I'm very proud of you. You've done really well. I'm shocked at myself. I don't even know who I am. Because you would just have like, to be honest, it makes you sound like you drink more than you. I drink every day. Yeah, but you had yeah. like a glass of wine or something. It wasn't like you had a bottle of wine a day. It could vary. Sometimes I'd have a bottle of wine. Trying to make it sound like less than alcoholic. <laughs> no, I appreciate, I'm just saying it is what it is. Okay. You know, like, so like the problem with me where other people don't have is like, I can drink every day and it doesn't, it does not negatively impact me in terms yeah. of like my feeling. So I can have a bottle of wine, go to bed, wake up, feel great and keep doing my thing. Where other people have their bodies tell them to stop in a way. And I just don't have that. And I really like drinking. And I work at home and worked at home before everyone was working at home. So it's like. For like five years. Yeah. So it's like. And I get sent every a lot of alcohol. You know, especially like gin and wine. So People who don't know, Tiff has a platform called Liquid X Happiness. Yeah. So on top of producing the podcast here, she has her yeah. wine, spirits, uh, coffee and beer yeah. Instagram platform. And we get some coffee, but that's not dangerous. So that's fine. No, but, um, not as much. We need more not, as, not as dangerous. Yeah. But um, yeah, and that too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's very easy for me as someone who loves drinking and drinking runs very deep in my family. Jonathan, <laughs> who's on here, is a cousin of mine. He could tell you. Oh, yeah. Like, And we just don't have an aversion to it or anything like that. So it can just easily be. And like, I'm in my happiest place if I have like a glass of wine and do something. So uh, it's more of a conscious decision, knowing that it's not great for you. It's not great for someone to drink every day. So I'm just doing it that way. And I've been very proud and shocked at my own self that I've been able to move to to go for this long. Yeah. But I'm happy about it. And I think a lot of things that helped was the NA beers and the CBD drinks. Yes, yeah, so the CBD drinks have become a... Just remind me that I didn't have CBD, actually. Yes, you don't... What do you mean? I didn't have any CBD today. Oh, you should remind awesome. me, yeah. Yeah, yeah the CBD after. stuff has been has been really good for you as well. Loving the old CBD. Um, yeah, it was Just nice and chill. chill. Yeah, yeah. it nice and chill. We got, some, we got sent some, because I started posting. I'm trying to start to post a few other different things that aren't beer necessarily. Like, we did a bunch of non-alcoholic stuff. We got the non-alcoholic gin I want to post. Um... We got the uh, I got some CBD stuff from the states. I posted just some of the stuff we bought from the SQDC, which is the legal weed store here in Quebec. For people who don't know, mm-hmm. and I get the THC drinks, and you get the CBD drinks. And like the CBD one, the American one, it was twenty five milligrams, and I had almost it was a, almost a similar high. Like I wouldn't call it a high; it's like a buzz. buzz? Okay, and I like, just feel wavy. Like yeah, man. like it's cool. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed them. Like I can I'm glad that you found something as well to satisfy that urge and the non-alcoholic stuff is fun. Yeah. It gives you that I was talking to someone about it and it's like you pick up the can, it's the same can. You're cracking the thing, you get that same it's yeah. the hand motion and stuff, and you're pouring it in a beer glass. So you're holding the same glass. Like the whole shit is like Yeah. It hits the spot. I imagine Bassam's being ridiculous. The yeah. reason you see my me smiling is because Bassam's trolling. <laughs> I, 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 I see where this is going. Uh, Philippe's saying, when I drink beer, I drink on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. During the start of the pandemic, I was drinking every day. See, yeah. So, like, see, Philippe, and the problem was, like, our pandemic lifestyle started in, like, 2016. So, 50. 2015. But really, I felt like it more really started in, uh, oh, I, we quit. No. Oh, we won't July, quit. 2015. July 2015. So, the pandemic lifestyle started in 2015, but at least we were broke in the beginning. 
That's so then you I can't mean, drink as much. And our plat- we, had the we weren't really doing cost? all that stuff with our platforms then. But I wasn't getting sent beer that so time. So then it's like yeah. you get sent all this alcohol and then you're always at home. You don't have to wake up and go anywhere. You don't have any children. So it's just very easy to just like every day is the same and you just drink every day. So yeah. I like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I feel like that's perfect too. The reason I'm adding, I'm drinking Tuesday. Friday, Saturday. Tuesday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Because I just need a little hit in the week. I choose between Tuesday and Wednesday. I just need to take the edge off. I drink Tuesday, week, so you know? often you match me just yeah. to keep it the yeah. same. But otherwise, I celebrate Wine Wednesday with wine. So <laughs> there you go. But yeah, I love that. Three days a week. I feel like that's sweet. And you know what's good? I, I told, I agree. And I told Maddie from Vox and Hops because he was drinking every day. Noah drinks every day from beerism, but he would have one beer a day. And that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe two. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm having, when I drink in mine, I'm having. Which is that one five, beer a day thing is. is like what the doctor says. It's probably you know, okay. You know the doctor? Yeah. They're like uh, seven beers a week. They'll say like six, seven beers a week. Whereas I'm having he's that. In line. I'm doing, I'm binging more when I do it yeah. because I'm trying to get through content. But I like those nights off. I don't want to drink every day. Yeah. Maybe I could, but then I'm getting through more stuff. But then you get drunker. And I don't want to get drunk. I'm a, I'm a lightweight too, so it yeah. doesn't help. But either way, I told Maddie and he was like, he started doing, he started cutting down. And he was drinking non-alcoholic and these other different things and like just fizzy water. And then now he's doing full dry feb. Nice. And I feel like cool. I sort of influenced him a little bit into like just thinking about it, yeah. which is what I wanted because he cool. was going hard. He was fucking every time I spoke, he was like crushing. <laughs> so I'm really proud of Maddie. I love it. Uh, Bassam, you bloody legend. He's wow, better than late than never. Bassam's a famous YouTuber. Yes. Uh, he just kind of like kills it in the finance, real estate, and investing Don't game. Know. He's yeah. like, uh, Dan's downstairs. He's going to come up in a little bit because we're about to film some content as yes. the tubers do. So we're about Should to film some challenges. My, ch- We're doing a um, truth or drink challenge. Yes. So which is Dan's coming up soon. Us. I'm going to have to have dinner in between those. Yes. So truth or drink challenge. Questions. And then are we doing Dan's one too? Yeah. Which is um, a blind taste testing between low ABV and probably not blind. I'll just go in the corner and pour it and come put it in front of you. Maybe no, we should be blind. Okay. I don't want to see it because I'll be able to recognize the lead. Oh, true, 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 true. Okay. So blind uh, taste test challenge between non-alcoholic and alcoholic beers. Yeah. Like see, does ABV. it really matter? Does the alcohol need to be in there? It does. <laughs> That's the answer. <laughs> so he's there. You say he doesn't want to. Dan didn't want to come through because he got a PlayStation Five. So he doesn't give a fuck about anything now. Dan just cares about PlayStation. That's, oh, you enjoyed that, eh? Do. You love it. Enjoyed the guest the song videos. Nice. We're gonna keep yeah, we're doing those. Yeah, trying to have those. fun, like interesting, random stuff. You know. So yeah, like, we'll yeah, try to keep it interesting. And we just did. Uh, everyone for anyone watching mm. or listening, we just did a hot ones, hot ones, oh. <laughs> hot ones challenge with wings. That was really fun. I wasn't in it because I do not I do not mess with spice at all, no. ever. Like, not even close, not interested, never happening, period. So, yeah, I just recorded and, yeah. That's and then the fucked up thing was is that Dan went and bought the Truth or Dab kit, which has the last dab in it, which is the hottest um, thing. So, for BOS, we're doing Truth or Drink with Tiffs. And I had to go and, if you saw, anyone saw the story the other day on BOS, I had to buy some macro beer um, for this. So the point is obviously you're not going to be drinking something good. Like obviously you don't want to answer a question and we're going to have to drink some, uh, not, not a whole I hate thing. I the but most, which is the Coors Banquet. Yeah, we got some it's Bud. It's really Bud just Lyon, the most but, yeah. garbage beer of all time. It's I'm so drinking disgusting. all this fire now. It's going to taste extra Yeah, it's going to taste too, really bad for, after this, yeah. And then uh, the Truth or Dab, we'll probably do for the Movement Fam, which is our other channel. We have the uh, hip-hop podcast called Bad Habits. So on the Movement Fam, we are going to do the last dab, no, truth or dab one there. Mm-hmm. 
And it's sort of like questions that I like that. That was going to be fun. Yeah. So, because they're going to be like, who's the worst rap you ever did a song with? Or yeah. Something like yeah. that. And you'd be like, and I'm going to take it down. Yeah. And it's the same with this BOS one that said it's taking a drink of a shit beer. And that reason why we made sure we got shit beer, because it had to be a punishment. Yeah. Because it was like, I'm going to say something. And you have to drink four ounces at a time. Yeah, that's how we're going to do it. Yeah. I got four ounce little taster glasses. Oof. Yeah. So we're going to pour four ounces with different beers. Yeah. And then they're going to be terrible. And if we don't answer them, we're going to just chug just, that yeah. four, just yeah. skull. Yuck. It's like two gulps probably. Yeah. And uh, yeah. that's going to be interesting. That's going to be fun. Uh, Philip saying, Matt released a Vox and Hops episode today with someone that explained the effect of alcohol in your body. It was really interesting. There you All go. right. See, there you go. Because literally it's like poison, really. Yeah. Yeah. Your liver is not happy with it at all. No, I don't think it's. I'd like Maddie's. to read that. Yeah, I'd be I'd curious. To I'd like to listen to that. Yeah, I might check that tomorrow. No, thanks, Philippe. Uh, thanks, bro. Yes, um, Bassam saying I thought the last dad was sold out. Uh, it's not sold out. He got it, but he got because it's like a game that comes with cards or something, and I haven't. He hasn't hasn't arrived yet. So mm. we're gonna do that one next for that channel. We're just trying to do a bunch more. That'd be hilarious videos. to see though. You guys going? Uh, yeah, because people kept saying to me they were like, "Oh, if you can handle the the bomb, which is what we did for the other video." Um, and basically we did it the same format. We had six different hot sauces, three that are just from the supermarket and three from hot ones. Mm -hmm. And Dan was asking me questions and I paired, I paired them with different beers, like low ABV beers that are like Crusher and one of them had lactose in it to maybe kill the spice or whatever. Mm -hmm. So this time we're just uh, getting punishment for, for doing it. So, oh, sorry. And then the last dab one will be. That's the punishment and there'll be music questions. Yeah. Anyway, it's kind of fun. So I'm mildly scared. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It was uh, just kind Seth of like, Rogen looked like he was dying. But like, it's not like this well, we'll wild yeah, thing. Yeah, we'll see. Because you guys like spice. Like for me, I think it would be yeah. like it's a too disaster. Hot. It's it's like sriracha, I'm like relaxed, yeah. you know? So I, it's not for me for sure. Like that type of thing wouldn't be for me. Michael from, uh, not Mike the owner, but Michael... The dude who works at the bar at uh, Ben Hill picked mm -hmm. me up yeah. about it, and he was like, "Why you got ketchup in that photo?" I was like, "Ketchup, like this is some gross." Oh, he meant the what... sriracha. That's what he's talking. Because he like, said soft, he's, yeah. soft. <laughs> that's hilarious. He's been doing uh, <laughs> yeah, like exploring hot sauces. He was just been okay. sending me photos of different yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's really doing. why like, you got fuck. ketchup in that photo. That's yeah, hilarious. so I was pretty impressed. Like, uh, like yeah. there's a lot of stuff to learn about that. Yeah. So we'll definitely be doing that. So Dan will come through. But that was basically what we had for tonight. We weren't even trying to do a super long one. No, our goal we is just, like an hour. So it's an hour 15, which is lovely. Not bad. I'm happy with that. We just want to do some because we've got like for people like I don't know what happened, but we are basically booked until June. I don't know why everybody wants to do the podcast at once, but we've got basically we're trying to keep, you know, maybe once every couple months, a little episode for ourselves. So it's so we can just talk some shit, catch up with y'all yeah. without like I love the interviews, but it is kind of nice to just drink some nice beer and just have a chat. Yeah, um, talk about some topics. Yeah, it's and things. switch it up every now and then, you know. Yeah, it's it's nice for a change. So hopefully you guys like it too. Let us know anyway. Like if you guys feel that, or if you don't want to see us talk shit, and you'd rather just you just hate listen. us and not even want us to be here anymore. <laughs> like whatever, then let us know. <laughs> you know, it's fine. It's wow, fine. wow, wow. Be your own. And always be your, be your own. Yeah, yeah. That's All ridiculous. Right. Um, so, guys, yeah, thank you for watching Tiffany. We'll take a photo after, I guess, right, with the proper camera. We don't need to do a screenshot because we've got it all here. Oh, yeah. Nice, easy, hey. perfect. Uh, Tiffany, where can everyone find you online? Well, guys, you can find me online at Liquid X Happiness if you like liquid things, which mm. I see we do because you are watching and listening to this potter. Ooh. If you're wondering about social media and marketing and want to step your game up, you can check us out at High Season Co. everywhere and on YouTube. Ooh. If you want to step up your finances, you check out my boy Bass. Awesome, who is in the uh, <laughs> comment section there yeah. because he is making us all money via you know, stocks, options, 
all the real estate, all the numbers, you know? And he's really attractive and he's single ladies. Super so handsome and hilarious. Beard game ladies on point. Ladies, get at him. He's jacked, COVID-free. <laughs> No. He's jacked and COVID-free. I'm telling not you, COVID-free bro. COVID-free is something you got to change your, your dating profile now. <laughs> change your Tinder profile, bro. Jacked and COVID-free. Have not COVID had COVID. COVID. <laughs> you know, this Bam. entire time. I hope yeah. so. Unless you didn't tell us about it, you bastard. I feel like he would not tell us. Or yeah, whatever. I feel like yeah. he wouldn't tell yeah, us. Yeah, I'm trying to hide that shit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, Dan, Philippe, everyone, thank you for coming through. Um, oh, Josh saying, so Badlands episode soon. You know what? I would love to. Um, I haven't. I actually don't know them. I've never spoken to them. Um, that's probably not a bad idea. If they would be down to do that, like in the summer, I'd be with it. If they're down, if anyone knows, also yeah, if anyone is a brewery watching or listening, like, and you want to be on, like, I'm not. Badlands like, would be sick. Badlands would be. I love their shit. Yeah, I love their stuff. That was it. Just soak up the love. Soak up the love. If soak it up the same. Just take it in. You know, soak it's it up. There, yeah. But if any breweries are watching or listening, yeah, I'm absolutely down to book you in i'm basically you know we've, we've i've only been doing it if i'm casually talking to somebody and, and it comes up i'll be like yo we should have you on they're like all right cool and then we figure out the date and then what beers they want to drink and blah blah because blah, we always make sure we drink the same thing because that's super important to, to making it feel like we're in the same physical space and to sharing something there mm-hmm. also it's weird and you're trying to promote a podcast about a brewery and then we're posting other beers beers that don't yeah we had to do that for Worldworks because they couldn't get over the border at the time which was unfortunate but uh, we might hopefully have them back on later. But, um, yeah, definitely down where uh, just everyone's excited and people reach out and want to be on right now. I don't know why, but uh, I fuck with y'all. I appreciate it. appreciate the interest. It's great. So, you know, we've got a lot of content coming. So, basically, like I said, up until we've got one ep- one spot left in May. Just saying it out nice. and people see it because I feel like I give it out to people. And I had someone else follow up today. Go, I'll oh, take that one in April. I'm like, sorry, dude. Like I told you two weeks ago, the whole thing's gone. Yeah. Like two months. <laughs> so I did derail that. <laughs> Josh, no problem, bro. It's all good. I actually was thinking about that before and I kind of wanted to add all this. But Josh, if you know Badlands and you speak to them, tell them to hit us up if they want to be on. I don't like bothering breweries that I don't know as well. So if they're interested in being on, I would be honored. I love their stuff. My friend Nathan, who work, you know, who runs our blog, he often orders from them and he would just like sneakily get me a few of them so I can try them because he's a fucking gem. So that's how I've been able to get my hands on their stuff. So yeah, man, anyone who's down. So guys, thank you again for watching and listening. If you enjoyed the episode, smash the thumbs up, hit subscribe below, hit the notification bell Ding. so you know when the new new drops. Follow us on social media at BOS Podcast. Check out the actual audio we drop every wednesday we go live here every friday usually somewhere between 8 or 9 p.m preferably 9 p.m but some people want it earlier and we try to be um, accommodating accommodating that's the word so stay tuned uh, we always post about who we're having on on instagram stories we're trying to get a little more organized with all that and maybe promote it earlier maybe even talk about what beers we're going to drink so someone suggested yeah. that so that we could tell people and they can go and get those same beers i like that um, it, it's always like a little I just hesitated doing it in case someone would drop out or, I like it probably makes them not drop out because they're like oh damn this is serious yeah so maybe it's we need to have a bit more of a, a process and structure because yeah. I wasn't dude this is so chill and now it's like okay it's not changing I'm not comfortable going anywhere I don't want to go anywhere to actually yeah. do it so it's going to be like this for a while so as long as the brewers are still I feel like this everyone is, seems cool with it so. everyone seems cool yeah, yeah someone a few people have offered us to come like someone even today offered me and I was like yeah no I'm I think we should do it this way. So, all right, that is it, guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Get it in ya. Get it in ya.